0: She's classy, she's sassy, she's a little smart ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality, the badass whisperer herself, Kelly McClain. It's another week. This is Bitch Scopes. I'm Kelly McLean. I had to be very careful how I said that because I had to re record the intro because previously I called it Bitch Splaining, which is one of my other podcasts. I have three, they all have the word bitch in them, and a bitch gets confused. So, Bitch Scopes for the week of September 19th. Look at me being very Mercury retrograde and having to re record something, and now I'm being very careful what I say. And I'm speaking really weird. Um, yeah, I am hot and sweaty because I went outside and did a little yard work. Um, I'm not outdoorsy. It's not something I really enjoy. I don't, I can only grow cats. I cannot grow plants. I've tried. Um, it doesn't go well, but, um, I like to go out and water the dirt. <laughs> I had to set up, a I have a shade canopy and I had to set it all up and clean the chairs and stuff. And, um, so I'm sweaty. There is sweat dripping down my cleavage and that's important information for you. Maybe don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'm hot and sweaty and, uh, I need to do a shower. So let's do these fucking bitch scopes and get on with our lives. Shall we? (laughs) Uh, this is for the week of September 19th, the year of 2022 and, um, there's a a Libra new moon this week, but let's see what else is cooking. There's a couple of significant shifts in energy this week. So I'll just kind of break it down day by day. Um, I have to pull up two things side by side. So this is really going to tax my skills. Um, Monday today, as a matter of fact, um, we have Venus, trying Uranus, or Uranus, if you are a goober like me. Um, sometimes when there's a lot of Uranian energy in any given week or whatever, I um, title my blog entry, What's Up Uranus? Because I'm very mature and like that. Um, hope you are too. <laughs> Venus is trying Uranus. So that can bring um, unexpected... Emotional experiences, surprise stuff. Anytime Uranus is involved, it's going to involve unexpected things. So, um, yeah, that's why the 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 transit aspect of the year, Saturn uh, squaring Uranus three times this year. That's why that's been such uh, a bitch because it's like expect the unexpected, which is one of the stupidest things. It uh, stupidest quotes ever concocted. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Kelly, there's other days in the week. Uh, anyway, then we also today have Venus sextiling Lilith. Um, Lilith is, well, she's passionate, but she can be angry. In this case, because it's a sextile with, with Venus, it's softened a little bit. But this is about like passion, um, probably for a project. Uh, maybe for some aspect of your own expression, um, it's, there's, it, this is about authentic ownership of your own value. That was an impressive sentence for a sweaty person. Um, Tuesday, we, um, we can feel a little wonky about love and or finances. And I would love to tell you why but I've closed the window. I told you this is going to be a ride. Um <laughs> we have Tuesday Pluto quincunxing series and Venus quincunxing Saturn. Um Pluto is about power. Uh so and a quincunx is 150 degrees apart. That's a a, a big distance and an awkward obtuse angle. I've been helping my daughter with geometry homework a lot. So it's infected my brain. Um, A quincunx requires adjustment. So whatever those two planets are, one must adjust to the other, or they both have to adjust. I'm not sure how that's decided. In this case, I'm guessing Pluto wins and Ceres has to adjust because it's Pluto. Um, But that is about insecurity, about personal power, um, which could hamper how you express nurturing in this case. Um, Saturn, Venus, quincunx, Saturn, Saturn, of course, is very serious, very mature, very much a taskmaster. Um, a quincunx with Venus can make us feel insecure about love or money. Um, see if I can open. Oh, look, I opened a window successfully. Look at me. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday's a good day to do some self-care. Wednesday is probably the quietest this week. Um. We have Jupiter sextiling Characlo. Characlo is the mythical wife of Chiron. Chiron being the wounded healer. Characlo is also a healer. She is this beautiful energy I've just started including in Bitch Scopes fairly recently. She's very compassionate and she holds the space for us to heal. Uh, She did that for him. She does that for us. It's just a beautiful um, energy. So... With Jupiter, of course, it's expansive. So when you heal yourself, you are also healing the people around you. Um, so maybe some self-care is needed so you don't you know, yell at your family <laughs> at the end of the day. I don't, it can look like a lot of things, but that's the one that comes to mind. Because I'm a mom. Uh, Thursday is a big day. It's a red-letter day. Thursday, we have Mercury retrograde um, conjuncting the sun. This is called an inferior conjunction. It's part of every Mercury retrograde cycle. Um, like all Mercury retrograde energy, it, this favors reflection versus action. Um, tells us, don't be an impulsive asshole. Um, this is a good time, this inferior conjunction, to introspect. And if there's something that has been lost to you, this is a good time for you to try to find it. So it could be um, a feeling, it could be a person, it could be an object, um, it could be a-, a belief, maybe your faith has faltered. Um, this is a nice a nice time to just introspect and try to recover things that maybe are lost. Also on Thursday, the sun enters Libra. And anytime the sun changes signs, it's a little bit of a, a jerky motion, like... The roller coaster of Virgo has come to a an end. Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle until it has come to a complete and total stop. Um, the sun entering Libra changes our energy to more relationship oriented, more about balance and harmony. Um, it isn't just relationships. Everybody talks about that, but uh, Libra is ruled by Venus. Venus loves beauty and art and all of those things. So that's another. Libra function. Um, maybe it's just about decorating for you, uh, or, you know, your relationship with yourself. That can be a Venus energy too. So that will be a big bump on Thursday. Friday's another day that could be, um, a a bit of a a jerk, not a jerk. Like you're a jerk, a jerk, like a jerky motion. Um, (laughs) we'll see, maybe it will be a jerk. Let's hope not. Um, But anyway, Mercury retrograde is going to back into Virgo that day. So um, we're we're almost done, guys. Just like, oh, how much longer do we have? Two weeks Eh. (laughs) of of Mercury retrograde left. Anyway, um, this particular phase is particularly prone to miscommunications at work, delays, missed deadlines. That's because Virgo rules the sixth house, the sixth house being the house of habit, routine, health. Your work environment, your, your actual work, your routine, um, and Mercury rules Virgo, Mercury being the planet of communication. So anyway, uh, miscommunications, delays, and missed deadlines. So at work, make sure your ducks are in a row, double check things, um, don't be on autopilot when it comes to replying to emails and stuff like that. Make sure you're sending them to the right people, stuff like that. Um, Saturday, we could feel a little muddy. It's kind of a murky day. Um, and that is due to Neptune. We have Venus opposite Neptune that day. Um, so there's a difficulty kind of knowing what you want. You can't quite tap into your own stuff. Um, that's also a very sensitive transit. Then we have that same day, Venus, Quincunx, Eris, which is, well, Quincunx. I love Quincunx. I love the word Quincunx. I don't know that I should love the the aspect Quincunx. Do all aspects deserve love? Maybe. Um, I love the word Quincunx. I like to say it as many times as possible. And we have, uh, I guess there's only three this week. But Venus is very busy this week. Um, anyway, Venus, quincunx, heiress is very disruptive probably to relationships. Um, There's sort of a a little bit of a rebellious feeling, a desire for freedom of some kind or acknowledgement. That's very much an heiress thing. So you might be sort of stomping your feet and pouting about something that your partner didn't do right in your mind. Um, Sunday is probably the biggest day this week. Um, there's a new moon and this is a beautiful, lovely new moon. I love new moons in general with rare exception. I didn't love that Virgo new moon, (laughs) but, uh, this new moon is in Libra. It's beautiful. Um, it's a great time to set intentions, especially as it regards relationships, but other stuff too. New moons are great for manifesting, as you probably know. This one gives the green light for manifesting romantic relationships. Not that you couldn't do that any flipping time you want, um, but this this moon is particularly tapped into the potential for romantic relationships to be delivered to you. This moon um, is opposite Jupiter, which is actually good luck, um, Those of us already in relationships, we need to prioritize our own needs within the relationship and find the balance between the me and the we. Um, We need to be looking at our own needs and how they are or are not met. And also acknowledge where we have maybe not been as open or giving as we could have been. Maybe you've been more of a receiver lately or in a more extreme example, perhaps you've been a little selfish and maybe even a taker. Um, it might be time to open up and give more, whatever the equation is, it will seek balance. So use this moon to manifest a great and well-balanced partner or to recalibrate, um, an existing relationship. Monday, looking at the transits, Monday just sort of underscores that new moon energy by giving us a, a, a shot of passion. Um, And a focus on service within relationships. Do you and your partner serve each other equally? Moreover, does the word serve trigger you? (laughs) If it does, you're in the right place. So lean into that and think about why. Um, I can think of a lot of reasons why the word serve your partner, that's not a word, that's a phrase, might trigger people. But um, that's for another podcast, I believe. So here is how the new moon will affect your sign. Oh, the time of the new moon. Okay. So the new moon is at 2 degrees of Libra. It will happen at 2:54 p.m. I believe. I hope that's not incorrect. Um and that's Pacific Time. All right. So Aries. So I'm going to talk about where this new moon lands in each of your charts. Did I look at anything else? No, I think all I did for these scopes was just the moon because this is a juicy, lovely moon. So I wanted to really give you the tools to utilize it. Okay. So Aries, this moon falls into, of course, one of the ideal spots for a Libra new moon, your seventh house. Libra, which is your actual mirror and the sign directly opposite yours, asks if your existing relationship is balanced. Are your me and we equal? Is your hardcore goal-oriented nature neglecting your relationship? If you aren't currently in a relationship, take this time to get some clarity about what you want. Remember to actually tap into your feelings during this time. What you want now may be different than what you used to want or what you think you should want. Huh? What are the qualities you need in a partner now, today? Taurus. Take this opportunity to revamp your day-to-day routine and make sure you aren't so busy being busy that you don't take time for others or for your relationship. Consider using Monday after the new moon to be present and mindful about each task in your daily schedule. Why do you do it? Why do you do it when and how you do it? Make some notes and review them later. Shuffling things around can change the energy of your day in a huge way. Is there even room in that schedule for love? Better make some if you want some. Gemini. This new moon asks you to add more fun to your relationship. The Libra new moon is in your fifth house of sparks, romance, and joy, and is an invitation to do something new. Change up your sex life, your date night, your dating profile. Try to remember how to be a flirt. Well, it's unlikely you've forgotten that, but it may be an underutilized skill lately. Um, If relationship vibes are not your jam right now, this is a great time to get a creative project going. You will have lots of great ideas and creative inspiration, so don't let them go to waste. Cancer. The Libra new moon lands in your fourth house of home, which your sign rules. Libra loves a good decorating splurge and some fall scented candles. But on the deeper side of this, take some time to explore what makes you feel safe. That's what home is after all. The place where we can feel secure, let our hair down, let down the walls and the drawbridge. Who are the people you feel that way with? What places make you feel safe? What characteristics and a partner make you feel safe to be vulnerable and intimate? If you need to manifest more of that, this is the time. Leo. If you get too wrapped up in yourself, your tasks, your job you're whatever, you can feel disconnected from the people around you. You need the people around you in order to function. It's part of your makeup. Likewise, if you're spending too much time in other people's energy, the sign opposite you is humanitarian Aquarius, you lose track of your bright inner light. Take this time to reconnect or manifest new connections. Between Mercury Retrograde and the moon in your third house, the need for good communication is highlighted and underscored. Reach out to the people that have fallen off your task list. Not that people are tasks. That's worded weird. Who wrote this shit? Reconnect with your own gifts. (laughs) Sometimes people are tasks, I guess. Virgo. Use this time to manifest a more secure future. The moon falls in your second house of earned money. So redo your budget or your resume, whatever feels right. But also take a good look at what you already have, either financially or in personal gifts and see how you might utilize those resources to create more security. If you're single, work on manifesting a partner who brings balance and security to you. What do you truly value in a partner? And most importantly, in yourself? Hmm. Libra, this is your new moon. When was the last time you put yourself truly first? Most of you won't be able to answer that. (laughs) As the sign which symbolizes balance, you don't always embody it because you're human after all, but you do tend to be an overgiver in relationships. After a while that becomes fused into your identity and you forget to think about yourself. Feeling complete as an individual makes you a better partner. So instead of asking what your partner deserves because you are the sweetest, set some intentions around what you deserve and integrating those new beliefs into your core self. Scorpio, you're not going to hate this message, I don't think. Use this new moon time to curl up and spend some time alone. This moon falls in your 12th house, which is a whole bunch of things, but one of them is rest. The 12th house is also a place of solitude and an extreme isolation, but you are one of the signs that needs space to think and feel. Make some lists about whatever might be weighing you down right now. Then consider what the opposite of that feeling is. Generally, I prescribe manifesting for new moon energy, but in this placement, you could feel more directed to release, and that's totally fine. Release what weighs you down. Call in the opposite. Then reemerge from your cocoon in a few days feeling rejuvenated. Sagittarius. Like Scorpio, I don't think you're going to hate this message. Hang out with your friends and have a good time. Aw, gee whiz, damn it. Ugh, you hate being social. (laughs) All right, get together with your friends and let them know you appreciate them. If you are in need of a new group of friends, this is a great moon to manifest that. If your social life isn't your focus right now, use this moon to manifest some of your big and important dreams. Write them down and spend some time visualizing them. Your ruling planet Jupiter is boosting this new moon, so don't let this opportunity slip away. Capricorn, this is your invitation to manifest the shit out of this new moon to call in better and more satisfying job or career juju. You have some Mercury hijinks in this same house stirring things up. You have for a little while. Capricorn, you have been through some shit this year, man. And last, Mercury retrograde in this house will also allow you to introspect and really identify what isn't working for you and what you really want and need instead Visualize how you would feel if your job felt more satisfying and rewarding, both spiritually and financially. That is the feeling that really fuels manifesting work. Aquarius. This is juicy Aquarius. I love this for us. This new moon falls into our ninth house of beliefs. That house also rules experience, culture, language, travel, etc. So yes, absolutely manifest your travel dreams and let's go. But on a deeper level, take inventory of your personal beliefs, the ones that you likely inherited from your parents about the world. Beliefs like hard work is the only way to make money. Money is the root of all evil. Jobs are not meant to be satisfying. There's no such thing as an ideal partner. Marriage is forever. Health is related to body size. Church is how we connect with God. I could go on and on. These are, these are the deeply held beliefs that we inherit. What are yours and which ones don't work for you? create new beliefs and manifest from there. And finally, Pisces. This new moon lands in your eighth house of intimacy. If you're in a committed relationship, you can use this time to enhance connection, closeness, or intimacy. Or you can use it to unravel what might be going wrong with your intimacy. If you're single or wanting more of a commitment, use this moon to manifest that partnership. Call in the love life that you want and need. The eighth house is deep, so superficial hookups need not apply. Sex is only intimate in a very small sense of the word. You crave you crave something much deeper, and so does that eighth house, which rules all your partnerships. And that is your bitch scopes for this week. That is it. Fini. C'est fin I don't know how to speak French, but I like to pretend. Um. All right, guys, that's it. Um, what is my email address? You can email me at Kelly at the bitch me. Kelly at the me, Because dot com was taken. Um, I have two other podcasts which I've mentioned. Sometimes I say the wrong name of the podcast, so hopefully you guys know what's going on better than I do. Um, this is Bitch Scopes. <laughs> I also have bitch splaining and bitchstery. Um, bitch splaining, we are trying to get our schedule figured out for recording. It's going to be every other week. Opposite um, bitchstery, which is also every other week. Um, bitchstery is about women in history that you maybe haven't heard about, the ones that never made it into the history books because patriarchy. Um, so I would love it if you would check out my other podcast, um, subscribe. Um, share some glowing and lovely reviews. That's really helpful. Um, you can find all of those probably the same place you found this one, but Spotify, Apple. Um, all of my podcasts are now on Anchor FM. So anchor.fm forward slash bitchstery or forward slash bitch um, And then this one, of course, forward slash bitch scopes. So fairly simple sort of, not really. But um, yeah, that's me. Very straightforward, sort of, not really. Um, all right. Have a great week. Don't forget to utilize that um, new moon. It's on a Sunday, which is beautiful. You can really create a nice space for yourself, time to create what you want going forward. I love this moon. I'm excited about it. This is my excited voice. <laughs> What I'm excited about right now is going to take a shower because I'm still, I still have boob sweat and um, I have dust in my teeth. And um, okay, you needed to know that. So yeah, have a great week. Bye.